Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to the Black Girl Burnout Podcast. Kelly here. And today we continue with our interview with Tara Nicholas. Again, Great, great interview. We just talked about how Tara decenters struggle from her life. And now we're going to dig into how that's an ongoing process and what kinds of things have made her prioritize rest. What are the events that have happened that have made her say, let's pause, let me redirect and pivot with my career and just habits and things of life. I don't want to wait any longer. Let's jump right back into the episode with Tara Nicholas. For a long time. I've been a rider, two running riders, and I took the blame. We are back with Tara. This conversation is so, so good. Um, I want to keep it going, and I want to come back to you saying, you know, you came to this realization that you said, I'm, you know, I need to take a pause. I need to decenter struggle in my life. And then you've actually gone about doing it. It's an ongoing process. We get it. All yeah. of us are ongoing. Mm-hmm. But how are you doing it? What are the things that you've done? What Tell us about the platform you built, because I think it's aligned with that. Tell us more about how you filled that pause. You're like, I'm not trying to struggle this much anymore. And I want to shift and do some things that are not struggle centered. Yeah. Um, and I think first I'll also add, I wish I had gotten there through this like wonderful, like, wow, I'm suddenly clear. This is the right way I got there by being like laid out on the floor and really not feeling well, you know? So yeah, I hit a certain level of like, I don't even need to call it rock bottom. I just, in the pandemic, each of my parents took turns having like life-threatening emergencies. And I came out of that, I was like so on deck for them. And I came out of that with insomnia. I like, had lost all like strength. It's like I would go to work out and I had no chutzpah. Like I wasn't sad, but I wasn't happy. I was just kind of like, what's happening? It it was like one thing after the next kept happening. And I got to a point where I was like, I live and breathe wellness. This is all I do. I have all of these tools. What is happening? Because I'm trying to give myself the like, come on. (laughs) It's like, I'm not talking to me the way I would talk to someone that I love. I'm talking to me like a robot, like a workhorse, you know, that, that gadget that you like hit to make it work better. <laughs> I'm, I'm treating me like that. So I, I just wanted to say, I didn't get there in this like magical way. I got there because I felt it got so hard to function that I was like, 
something needs to shift. And the worst part, I don't know what. And I'm still, I still have the attitude of I want to fix it so I can move on instead of like, and this is the gift of my fibroids. My approach for a good part of my life has been very masculine. And I don't say that as if it's bad. I'm just saying I overuse my masculine side of like aggression and strength and power and like a tiger, like rah, you know? And I think it's been a time of when I wake up, what am I working with today? And if it was one of those days when I woke up when I'd had like almost complete insomnia and I know I have all these things and like I'm on camera and I'm on this and do do do. I cannot wake up assuming that today's a bad day because I didn't sleep well. Because when I do that, it's with the mindset of because I'm attached to perfectionism and control. So yes. I wasn't able to sleep, even though I did everything right. Right. I don't feel great. Like, so therefore I can't be perfect. And today throw it in the toilet. It's not going to go well. How can I start the day like that and think that anything good can come out of it? So it's something as simple as like, I wake up and rather than like, okay, thank you. I I woke up. It's like, I really take a moment of gratitude and I challenge myself. And my partner has helped me a lot with that because sometimes I wake up and I'm stressed. I want to jump into the day. And it's like, nope, put your phone down, like a real moment of gratitude. And just like in, and because I meditate on all these acts, I like really let myself breathe into my entire body, like feel gratitude, feel joy. Like, what is that? And how, and like almost like send that into your day. That's something really simple that I try to do. And I think I succeed in doing it just about every day, but I I drop the ball. I don't want to act like I don't, I do. Um, Another thing I've done is I realized growing up, I was very blessed. My mom like got me, uh, helped me get a scholarship at this school in DC where it was, you know, my elementary school, high school, everything. Um, shout out Washington International School, a bunch of weirdos. We all are. Um, we had a really robust art program. And so I grew up with art being a huge part of my life. And as an adult, it's not a part of my life at all. And I don't say this because I'm particularly talented. I mean, like, just like creating and drawing and sculpting. And it was just a part of our day to day. And I realized like, I need to get back into that part of me that just creates for the fun of creating instead of creating as a deliverable. Right now, I truly am doing everything that I love. There's really nothing in my day other than like admin stuff, you know, that I'm like, (laughs) okay. Um, And yet everything I do is for work. So like, really what I'm saying is it's like, I need to bring in the fun because the fun helps me feel the joy. It's like, how can I create more experiences for joy and fun and spontaneity? Like it's a nice day, you know, where I'm in New York city. I don't know how many more like warm, fun, nice days we have. Cause you know, global warming, what is it? What's happening? Yes. Um, <laughs> so like, what does it look like for me to take a walk instead of just like at the desk, you know, like yesterday was like at the desk all day. And I, I came out of it like, I missed a gorgeous day. Yes. Oopsie. But, you know, I could go on and on. But those are some of the things that come to mind immediately. Like love, like more time with people who I care about. More sleep is a huge part of my process. And I don't always succeed because I'm still unlearning, decolonizing the part of me that thinks that rest is not productive. And I think that may be an ongoing thing. But my health issues, however minor, they are in the real world, but in this brain, they are gigantic. 
like they help me find rest. Yeah, absolutely. And just so much to unpack there. But the first thing that that brought to mind is when you talked about how you just tapped into the masculine sides of yourself. And I do feel like, you know, and there's not wrong or right with that agreed, like there isn't bad with being masculine, but what is missing? Uh, We're really great at that as black women, right? Like pushing, getting up, doing the things, but the vulnerability to be soft, the space for softness just is not, it's not handed you. You don't just get it. You have to fight for it. And it's yeah. not as readily available or as accessible as it is to push, keep going, do all the things. And so as a result, I think every person who's probably listening to this was like, that was me too. I also, like I, my story is like, I was on the floor having a panic attack. That's when I realized it's time to change, right? Yeah. <laughs> so most of our epiphanies don't come sadly from like, oh, <laughs> Now I'm going to change. Like, it's going to be like, oh, something Mm -hmm. happened and it jarred me into action. And so that to me, I think is very relatable. And it it shows. It shows in how you even analyze your day to day and how you create your art and that your art is both for yourself. And it's also there's so many aspects of it. that's for others. And so how do you Mm -hmm. see your art as like this thing that helps the community and helps black women? This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had one extra hour in your day, how would you use it? I know for me, I'd love to read more, spend more time with the people I love, be more efficient in what I do. But the question might be, yes, I'd love extra time, but I don't know what for or how to make that a priority. If you're looking for ways to figure out how to squeeze that extra hour in your day or how to make it a priority, how to figure out what matters most to you, Therapy can help you find that. If you've been listening to this podcast, you know that having a therapist has been essential to me opting out of struggle. And I would be a hypocrite as a therapist myself if I didn't talk about the benefits of therapy and how much it's helped me personally, but how much I know firsthand it helps others. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You fill out a brief questionnaire. You get matched to a licensed therapist. And you can switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com burnout to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash burnout. Even that is something I had to get to because, again, first generation Haitian American, I've always known, you know, like the girl needs to create. She has to. But and my family encouraged that until it was time to go to college. And then it was like, no, 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 no. Doctor, lawyer, accountant, engineer, real things, normal things. So it's like I, I felt guilty because I didn't make that up. Certain members of my family even told me that it's selfish. You need to provide for your family. They gave you everything. You know, it becomes these like kind of difficult realities that I have to make sense of for myself. And so it took time to realize all the art I do is healing. Even the way I feel when I see one of us, right? An, yes. an amazing black woman, dare I say, even an amazing Haitian woman on the screen, like in a magazine, like an artist, like at a show. What does that do to me? It changes my life, like in the first second, you know, and like, again, I don't 
Woo, your girl's emo. It's been an emo time. Um, but it's because I, I, I feel we're all I'm emo. in a season where I like, I just feel so much showing gratitude right now. So it's like literally pouring out of me because again, I won't pretend to say, it's not like I've had some horrific, challenging life. I haven't. I think it's just when you've spent my lifetime up to now, not thinking that things can happen and that things can, it's like you dream and you work and you go for something, but you're part of you isn't totally buying it. And I'm just in a season where so many things are crystallizing that I had really started to think wouldn't. So I just feel so much abundance and, and gratitude for that. And, and yes, all of that. So anyway, all the things. question. Where were yes. We? <laughs> no, <laughs> we're, we're here. We're here. And agree. You know, I think we'll wrap this segment by saying like, I want to affirm all of that. And I think what I want people to get nothing out of this podcast and the movement that I want to accompany it is that you just don't even know what's on the other side. If you just do the work, you don't even know. I cannot put into words what awaits you yep. when you do that. And and when you've done that work, and it doesn't mean it's an end point period at the end of the sentence, just like when you're exactly. doing it. And, and I think it's like a trust. It's like, it's yes. not, it's faith, kind of big word faith yes. and faith yes. like in self. Like yes. when it comes to my personal life, my professional life, all of it, like everything I've done and created, it. You know, I have a lot of my good friends, even family members that are so pragmatic and strategic. Mm-hmm. My my brain, my spirit doesn't actually work that way. I Everything I do is from a spiritual place. Like I have been guided for my whole life. So in these moments of low and like very like, you know, I like I've heard I've been like, I've been like, I just you keep telling me to go this way, but nothing is happening. And then right yeah. when I'm like, forget it, I'm I'm just I'm going to move back home or I'm going to. I don't know, something, take a random job that I know I don't want. I'm going to apply to schools that I know I don't want to go to, you know, then something happens. But I've had to get better at like, I don't even have all this, this dramatic relationship with faith. I can really be in that place of like, because how could I ever have pursued the arts and through the arts, like planned to find wellness? Happened because I started to struggle, right? I started to really be challenged in my mind, body, soul, like, freelancing in New York City as an artist with a family who loves me, but who does not agree with what I'm doing. They're like, you have an Ivy League degree. What are you doing? Go back to school, like go get a master's. Like, again, my mom being the most loving, amazing human in the world, she made big plans and got a specific job that would help me essentially go to grad school for free. But at the time I was like, but I don't even know what I want to study. What do you want me to do? Just spend a random, you know, it was like, I gave you your BA. Yeah, yours. Now I'm going to do me. Now one for me. And it's not, of course, I wanted to go to school, but it's like, I felt so lost. Everything felt so chaotic. And so in these moments, it's, it's now in retrospect, I see the wisdom of where I was being guided. But in the moment, it just felt nuts. Like I was wasting my time, like I was a failure. And I remember... Again, my now fiance, I remember when we first started dating, someone asked, we were at some dinner party and people like to get deep. And they were like, what are you most afraid of? And I was like, failing. And he was like, I mean, (laughs) you audition like every other day. You fail every day. You've already, what are you talking? Like, and I like loved and hated that he had the nerve. And it was like my friend's dinner party. I was like, don't, don't 
don't come for me. <laughs> but, you know, it was like from a place of such love, you know, and I was like, I don't know what I'm scared of right now, other than my own clout. The legacy. Yeah. And the legacy. Like, I think it's the that's, legacy. that's the, it's the legacy that stops and not having a roadmap of what great looks like. And I think that is yes. every woman who starts the journey is a hero. I, that to me, because we are doing it with nothing before us every day. We're waking up and choosing joy with no, really, we don't see a lot of like, oh, historical. We see, you know, great historical figures who've done great things, but this radical joy lifestyle, there's not like right. a ton of people doing that. And so yep. that, that is the, her- the heroicism. That's what makes you a hero. And that's what makes anybody who's listening on the journey a hero, because that is what it's about. And you know, I want to, we're going to wrap here and come back and it's going to be a simple, easy question. I promise you, because you've done a lot of hard work. And this is an easy, quick one. I promise you. Um, I, we're just going to find out what you do for fun. What's your joy? What brings you joy? So okay. when we come back, we're going to have our last segment with Tara. This has been a powerful, impactful conversation and just find out what you're doing for fun these days. What brings you joy? So we'll be back. All right. <laughs> that's it for today's episode. Here are a few ways where you can support this podcast. First things first, if you haven't subscribe and follow the podcast, we're streaming on all major platforms. That's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, just to name a few. Subscribe and get each new episode as it drops. Secondly, subscribe to the newsletter. We have a monthly newsletter that is chock full of goodness and updates, as well as first access to all the giveaways we do here at Black Girl Burnout. Are you following us on our socials? If not, what are you waiting for? You can find us on Instagram and TikTok at Black Girl Burnout and on Twitter at BLK Girl Burnout. Last but not least, make our day and leave a review. Your five stars truly Give me and the team so much energy, and we appreciate you so much. Until we speak next, take care of yourself and take care of each other. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.